This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Say, if you ever wanted to experience the thrilling adventures of fantastic pulp fantasy stories at the tabletop, Northwind Adventures has got a role-playing game for you with Hyperborea. Based on the solid foundation of the original 1974 fantasy game, author Jeffrey Talanian has crafted an exciting, vibrant world using the inspiration of authors like Howard Smith and Lovecraft. With paper, pencil, and a handful of dice, your characters can explore the wonder, danger, and thrills of a rugged world beyond the North Wind. Explore dungeons, fight off monsters mundane, fantastic, and alien. Discover lost civilizations, battle mighty wizards, evil cultists, vicious warlords, and more. With 26 classes to choose from, your characters can quickly find fortune and glory on the road to high adventure, all in the land of Hyperborea. From Northwind Adventures, you'll find it at hyperborea.tv. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Well, I want to talk about foreshadowing and other things of that ilk, and basically this goes back to dramatic structure. Now, I am a big fan of Chekhov's gun. And what that means is you don't put anything in your story that isn't significant. The reason being I'm a fan of it is because you have to figure out a way to creatively obfuscate or cover it up. The reason being is if you go back and look at certain movies, plays, films, and or TV shows, they if they're any kind of good, they will manage to lull the audience into a a, a false sense of not a false sense of security, but I mean they would present things earlier on that are important, but they managed in, in the course of the story they managed to kind of cover it up with certain things. I'm not saying they put in extraneous stuff, although that could happen. But the fact that it's one of those things where at the end of the story, when something happens and something comes seemingly out of left field, you think about that back about that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And it happens. I mean, there are plenty of movies that do this. The two that come to mind are the sting and the usual suspects. Usual Suspects is like totally made of this kind of stuff where somebody's talking about stuff and it's all important, but it gives the narrator gives so many things the reader or the audience member, I should say, doesn't doesn't always filter it out. And later on, you find out it is also later on, you find out it is important because of the way the way it's put together at the end. So in your in your job as a GM, uh, well, well, actually, let me let me explain Chekhov's gun. If some pe- if people don't know about it, Chekhov's gun was sort of come up with by Anton Chekhov, the author. And the theory is, if you put a gun in a in a play, in the first act, 
You make you better make sure it gets fired by the third act. What it's saying is, don't put anything in there you're not going to use. Well, that causes a problem sometimes. Because, especially if in, in movies, where everything that is shown is... Everything that is shown is... Uh, important. So the audience is going to look at everything and go, aha, okay, that's important. That's important. That's important. What you have to do is either put a few things around it. And I'm, this is adding stuff. Yes, I know to make it seem like one of a group or downplay it to the point where people forget about it. Okay, or make it if it and, you know, if you're using comedy, make it a joke. And then later on, it pays off. Uh, I think I think of like the hunt for Red October. Nobody, you know, at the end, they're trying to figure out who's the guy who's trying to stop the Red October from defecting. And it turns out it's the cook. Well, you saw the cook near the beginning of the film and. You know, the characters just finished their scene and the, and the camera lingered a little, a, a few seconds longer on this guy. You don't know who he is. He's, he, he turns out to be the cook. And it turns out he's the guy who's working for, you know, the Kremlin who is trying to stop them from defecting. And he's going to blow up the ship, basically. So that is an almost i mean he did not make it he just lingered on it for like maybe a few seconds longer than you had to in a scene before he cut to another scene see that's the thing you put something in there and you kind of like turn, don't don't make a big basically don't make a big deal out of it uh i do that when i say i make i do dungeons if there's something important I want them to find or something like that, I will just go, well, what's it? they'll say, what's in the room? Well, there's a four-poster bed. There's a desk. There's a, a coat rack over there. They've got a wardrobe with some stuff in it. There's a note on the desk, and the floor is really clean. And what do you do? Now, obviously, I want them to look at the note on the desk, but I'm going to throw all kinds of other description stuff in there. Just... To do that. Another way I did it was they characters in a Hyperborea game had a joke about I managed in one battle, they managed to charm a Cyclops permanently. And what I mean permanently is the, the spell wore off, but he seemed like such a nice guy and he liked him so much that he made friends, but they didn't want him hanging around with them because they had stuff to do. And the guy who, who, his friend, you know, who did the charm, and he says, I tell you what, why don't you get some of your buddies and go build us a keep over here? And he tells him where it is, and he goes, oh, okay, and he's smart enough to know where it is. Okay. Later on, near the end of the dungeon, when they're running like mad, and they've got like an entire platoon of, I don't remember, I don't remember if it was orcs or bugbears or whatever the heck it was, monsters and they'd have to stand and fight all of a sudden out of the sky comes these boulders that start just smashing the enemies just like landing on them and what it is it was the cyclops and his buddies saw they were in trouble and they came ran over and basically 
drove the enemies away. And, and, and of course, the question is, what are you guys doing here? He says, oh, we finished your keep. I thought you might want to come and look at it. And I, we saw you were in trouble, so we helped. Thank you. And so, like, that was a kind of a joke thing they did at the end of a battle at the beginning that paid off in the end. I love that kind of stuff because you forget about it. Or something that happens that doesn't seem significant at the time, like a certain magical, oh, I can do this, poof, make a puff of smoke. Well, you know that puff of smoke is going to come in handy later, you know, to do to make a puff of smoke like that for little things. See, this is, I love the way these things fit together. And that's what I try to do in my GMing. So look for that kind of thing and try and present it in a way where it's mundane, but it will be significant. Smart players will pick up on it, but that's okay if they don't, because it'll come back later. All right. I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, gmail at gmail.com. Or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents, 99 cents a month. You too can help support these, these, this, you can support this thing I'm doing here, and I will thank you. Want to do a single donation? You can go to my Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip chart, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Let me tell you about some other good podcasts out there. Dan Gregg's The Young YUNG Young Grognard's Podcast. Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast. Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast. Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast. Big John Allen Larges the Red Dice Diaries. And my friend Eric Tenkar's Tavern Chat. So... Until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.